Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Hello, my beautiful people. It is me, Marissa Mendez, and it's me, Joyce. I feel like Marissa, you just had so much enthusiasm to make up for like the last three months. Of I know. Enthusiasm. I know. I'm the worst. It's just hard. We've talked about it. It's hard getting enthusiastic when you're recording on your couch and not like in a room, and especially on the couch where I basically just like <laughs> die in a blob every day. <laughs> like incubator. It literally. Happy to report, Marissa's living room looks so much more festive. It does look very festive. I no longer have my Charlie Brown tree situation. It is a fully decorated yeah, tree. He looks so much more plump. You fed him. Yes, I, I fluffed it out like I told you I had to do, and you did not want to just listen, and instead you posted my pathetic-looking tree for the internet to see. It was horrible, and Carol messaged me, and she was laughing. <laughs> I thought it was a fucking game. It's not a game. My tree is up, and then I also have, like, Christmas threw up on my table and my, what do you call it, breakfast bar? You call that a bar? Breakfast bar? Like a counter. A, a counter. Top, a bar, yeah. Countertop bar thing, because I'm hosting um, my group chat, Secret Santa, on Saturday night, which is two nights from now, so I kind of just started to put things together to get a feel. I'm going to have, like, a hot cocoa bar and a champagne thing and making brownies, by that I mean I'm buying brownies in the store <laughs> and I'm gonna put I'm making Santa hat brownies so it's like you I saw it on Pinterest you put like it's like did. a round brownie and then you put a little circular layer of white whatever frosting cream whatever you want to put and then a cute little strawberry and it looks like a Santa hat Cute. Yeah, I probably actually won't even do it because it just seems like more work than I feel like doing. That sounds actually like the easiest thing. Ever. I know it is easy, but it's still too much work for me. I just feel like I don't want to cut the strawberries. I don't want to buy the brownies. Like I'd rather just buy something that's completely made already. So that's what that is. And um, got my secret Santa a potato with her dog on it. Oh, so cute. yeah, it's a. Over there, and it got a little wet because it was raining, so like the dog part started coming off a little. But I've uh, I've operated Did on you it. Revive it. I have. It was a free operation. <laughs> it was free anyway because um, when I ordered Carol, you got your secret Santa a free gift. No, that's not her only gift. That's okay, like the I was gag say, part. Marissa. Uh, no, 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 no. no. What I was bought the budget ten dollars. We had a fifty dollar budget each, and we you do it on like um I think it was called like Elfster or Friendster or some shit yeah. like that. But it's Look, like a website. Yeah, it'll yeah it generated each one of our it populated it, and then you could put a wish list. So I just bought everything on her wish list. Okay. But I did it today, which means that only one of three things will be here for the day of the actual Secret Santa. So way to really uh be on top of my Secret Santa ing. But I got cute stuff for the stocking stuffers that I'm gonna like decorate their stockings later with their names and cute. glitter glue and stuff. Very into these kind of things. Of course. Um, but yeah, I do. I sound like I'm getting sick. I feel like I can hear it now. Mm, I don't know, but you have been traveling for I don't like know an eternity. How long, so so many things to talk about. First, I saw on this day in 2014. 
I had my first threesome with the person that had flew me out over the summer that it was like the anniversary of my first fly out. Uh-huh. And it all started with, I was out with Joe and the crew. We went to like a bar in Queens. This was like when Joey was on his like obsessed with like hookah bar phases in Queens particularly. So we were there and I got a text from him that read, <clears throat> and I quote, you like pussy, babe, question mark. And I do not like pussy. <laughs> other than like, this my end. Yes, I, I do. I like my own pussy pretty much, but that's about it. And I just wrote back, yep. <laughs> and um, it was an interesting night. It was, it was a long, 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 long night. He had us in the studio the entire night long. And so the actual threesome didn't happen until about like 9.30 in the morning the oh next God. day. And I it was like, it, I was, it was like bright, you know, lights outside. I mean, outside. that's the time I'm, I'm already at work at that point. I had my <laughs> coffee. I've like greeted everybody. I kind of nestled myself in my seat, parked, everything. So. It was, it was definitely quite a, quite an experience. I had to like, Cause you know, from something like that, you don't just go into it like fully sober. That's like oh that's an awkward experience to be completely sober for. I don't care who you are. You don't just you don't just fucking have a threesome just straight nothing yeah, it's hard in you. To, like even like hook up with like, a guy. That, yeah, you know, like, like a new a new, a situation. new situation. Yeah, you don't just no. go into a fully so so. I'm so awkward. Though. I had I, me too. You know I'm awkward yeah, as fuck. I, I so I like. But also, and but I'm I like, have seen it, and sometimes it like oh, on this couch actually. <laughs> hey, with who? Without okay. saying obviously who. A couple of times, not you actually having, but like no, 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 I know, but like who was I cuddled up with? Oh, the one time with um, dude, uh, the, when I was from the Valentine's and I was episode, yelling at him. Oh yeah, no him. Oh, who was that? Oh, that was the dude that was making out with me in the house. Yeah. <laughs> We've had some good times in my home. And then also the person that are from you guys share the same birthday. Oh no, his oh okay, okay, okay. I thought you meant like the person I went to Puerto Rico with that I share the same birthday. I'm like, you've oh, never been yes. with us and together. I'm like the famous one. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> um yeah. Nice. Uh, good times. <laughs> Anyway, so the um the threesome situation, it was like I got drunk in preparation like early once I got to the studio, but then like I fell asleep in the studio, I woke up still in the studio, we went back to the house, not the house, the hotel, then like the girls run in a bath. I'm like deliriously tired at this point and I think still kinda drunk and like the world was spinning. I had to like lay down on a bed. And Melissa, Marissa's like, if I go into that bath, I'm gonna get BV. <laughs> For real. I really oh, didn't want to get in the And like I it was just yeah. And then she came back, she's like, no, just come on, get naked. And I was like, okay. And then like I went and I honestly don't remember any of the actual threesome. I don't really remember any of mine, but um, no, I do remember distinctly one in Houston, but that one specifically, I don't recall any of the details, but obviously no complaints. I was called back many more times. So got that going for me. So that's cool. Although I've said many times I've retired that life. That shit is just boring. Not boring. Obviously, that's the opposite of boring, honestly. But um, like the sex itself, it wasn't like. It's not like bomb to sex die that for. Makes you have yeah, sex. it's just the situations. Exactly, that was what was the turn ons back then. But it's like once you do it so much and like realize 
not for nothing that you can like do it with anyone that you dream of type of thing like that shit wears off really quick and now at my big old age of 32 and you know caring about like real life shit and getting my life together and just being a great person and not saying that having sex is a bad person. I just literally mean like having all my shit together. You got different priorities. Yeah. And like all I care about now is like really having bomb sex and like having good nuts and like. And you can only have that with like a true like. You have to really connect with yeah. the person, you know, like or they just have to be a true savage. But even then it's like. You got to like them somewhat. At some point. And yeah. I feel like the best like sex too is like in the like secret forbidden sex. So. Yeah, that shit is kind of lit. Like so. it's like the late night texting sex, but you gotta. It has to be consistent. Like it's yeah. with, the, with the person, so you gotta enjoy their company at least like sixty five percent. Right, and like you gotta at least be able to have some sort of conversation with them because like after a while, then it really gets old. Right, because there are a few guys that I've I have like a call that like they really do have amazing sex, but it's literally like I don't want like. They're not worth a conversation. Like they're trash people or annoying or boring or something or stupid. So it's like I don't wanna like have to sit through it just to like get some dick at the end. Like I'd rather I just rather not and just go with somebody that just has good dick and good conversation, you know? Oh, now I'm horny. Well, that's good. Well, good thing I already got something lined up for tonight. Oh <laughs> anyway. So as we were just referring to, I've been traveling. I just got back from London town. So fun. And it was absolutely smashing. I must say that everybody there says I have a horrible London accent. Nobody so. complimented it at all. <laughs> they all said I either sound Australian or like I'm poor. So I'm going to keep working on it. I feel like when you have a British accent, you're supposed to be the opposite of poor. I know. I feel like I sound very rich when I talk like this, but... Apparently. Every British person is like squirming. Right <laughs> I know, they're like, oh, it sounds like nails on a chalkboard. Sorry, you guys. Um, but so, so many things. First of all, I mean, I kind of did know I had a good little, like, good little, like, following in London. I have, I guess, over the years gotten, like, a decent amount of messages from, like, oh, I'm in the UK, blah, blah, blah. But I guess I just didn't put it all together until I actually went. So fun. And it was just so cool. I think a lot of them come from um, the Joe Biden podcast. I guess he has a lot of London fans, which in turn gave me a lot of London fans. And so they just followed me through my journey and stuff. But I got so many, like so many DMs, more than I've gotten for like anything else. When I asked like, you know, or when I put that I was here and then on Twitter I had asked if anyone had the weed. Like I got so many people sending me messages like, yo, what do you want? Like, where can I bring the weed to you? Blah, 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 blah. I got edibles. I got this. I got that. And then I just... I was so fucking busy. I literally didn't have time to meet up with anybody. Like, you know me. I love making strange mm -hmm. friends all over. But I just didn't have the time to make strange friends. And I also didn't have the capacity because I was with my mom. And I feel like she would have got weirded out if I met up with, like, internet friends and shit See, like that. See, I blinked and Marissa was in London. And then I blinked and then she was here. Yeah. I but, flew. And then I got all the updates in one day on her Finsta. Oh, yeah. I did. I did a lot so of Finsta. I got really confused. <laughs> so, wait. Oh, I, I, I didn't tell you I was going to. Too, you know, I was no, going I knew London. you were going, but okay. I kind of like, I don't know. It's you know when somebody else talks about what they're doing, it's like in the future. Yeah, and you don't know exactly when. You're not planning yeah. for my trip to yeah. London. And then I was like, bam! And I was like, oh shit! And then I, I don't know. I don't really watch like stories all the time. And then there was just this one fire story, and I was like, oh yeah! I think I really commented fire. Yeah, and I then am. Yesterday, Marissa posted like. A, 
like 40 pictures. I I, I maxed out on my Finsta. I did like a 40 dump. Yeah, 40 picture dump. And I hit a thousand posts on my Finsta. I, I passed it actually. You but have more posts than me. And I've had mine for like six years. Yeah, I've had my Finsta for what? Two, two. years? Yeah. So uh, I just, yeah, hit a thousand. And I think I'm at like 1,003 now. But um, yeah, so I went... I went home. Oh, Psalms is home. Hello. Um, I went home from. Okay, you just threw me off. Mike just walked in. Everybody. Um, I flew to New York. Did Thanksgiving. Nice. Why don't we have a Mike zombie update? We can. As he walks out the door. He's gonna go smoke his black and mild probably. Yeah. Nice. Um. So I flew to home. Did Thanksgiving really quick and a stopover over there. And then I flew out of JFK to London, got first class. Like how did you get that hookup? I mean, that's how my flight shit works. If there's first class available, they start you there and shit. they move you back. And yeah. they really did just update you. Yeah, so I was first that's class crazy. and that was like the big, big planes with the fucking pods. So I got to fully recline and it was an overnight flight. So I did the whole like... Dude, those seats are fucking expensive. Bitch, expensive. I bet they are, and I wouldn't know because I didn't. And it was fucking amazing. And then um, I got to London the first day. I got there probably like early Saturday, so I was coming in like eight hours before my mom. So I just we got a hotel near the airport for the first day. The rest we had an Airbnb for. So I just went to the hotel and figured I would sleep that whole day and whole night to kind of try to get ahead of the jet lag that I was so fucking worried about having. Did that. My mom came in that night. She had a whole experience in the airport where the person, some guy was like being crazy and got arrested and the police were there and it was a whole thing. Then then they shut down the whole airport what? and the woman behind her was complaining and they arrested the woman and it was like... What airport? Heathrow. Oh. London Heathrow. And um, her husband, she was texting him in the airport and then he texted me, but instead of sending a screenshot of their conversation, I don't know how long this took him because it was a long combo. He sat there and in one message copied and pasted like everything he said and everything she said and he would put like me whatever he wrote and then he would put Pam and whatever my mom wrote and like that had to have taken him like (laughs) it's like a real old person like it literally had to take him a solid like seven minutes of going back and forth of copying and pasting into one message um and then I tried to call my mom and I wasn't going through and so then I was getting really fucking nervous I'm like did my mom get arrested did they take everyone in for questioning like blah 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 and so I got really scared and then um next thing I knew she was in the hotel I guess well, apparently she didn't get any like service plan on her phone, so she only had service in the airport for Wi-Fi, and then she was out of it. So she came. Everything was all good. The next morning, we were set. Sunday, we were going to do sightseeing. That was our big day to sightsee. And we woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and my mom is completely throwing up her entire insides like Shit. all over. So the entire morning, we, we had to do a late checkout and everything because she could not fucking like, move. Like she. We don't, it was just like a stomach virus. Like she was just fucking losing it oh, in the bathroom. No. Like the whole morning, we we would talk for like four minutes, and she'd have to run back to the bathroom. Like the whole morning, and I had a one o'clock interview on radio. Shout out to my girl Sophie who did my PR out there. That fucking shit was lit. Um, so we had to you like had Sophie on here before. Ye- no, have you met Sophie? Yeah, I've met Sophie. Okay, was that? I feel like she was on. No, I was she. 
Yeah, you let us know if I've had Sophie on the show or not. Feels no, or maybe Sophie brought her artist. Uh, Oh, Garen was her artist. There you go. But she didn't come with him because she was in the UK. Huh? Never mind. Hmm. I have a really poor memory. No, but so do I. I think it's the weed now. (laughs) But like, also, I don't always pay attention to the shit that we do. So (laughs) I swear, I'm gonna be more invested. I really am invested. It's just that. Sometimes I'm not. I don't know. Anyway, so um, my mom kind of pulled it together, and we did the interview. It was super cool. Shout out to Linda, uh, Linda E. And um, but then yeah, we just we got to see London, and that night um, I'm cool with this group out there. Well, I'm cool with one guy from this group. The group's called Western. They're pretty big out in the UK. They had a huge like multi platinum single in 2015, 2016 out there, and. I don't know how the connection happened, but they ended up connecting with Kehlani and her manager, David, back then, and Kehlani did the remix. And so in 2016, uh, David had hit me. That's when I was still at Hot 97. And David said that his people from the UK were coming to New York. Would I be able to bring them to Hot 97? And I was like, sure, of course. So I brought um, one of the guys, Louie, and I think they had, it's three guys in the group. I want to say they had a, a second group mate there. The third one was in jail at the time. And then their manager, Morgan, was with them as well. So we got cool from that. And then um, when I moved here a year later, they were visiting L.A., I think, for, like, Grammy weekend or one of those weekends. They got, like, kicked out of their Airbnb or some shit. So they crashed with me one of those nights. Um, So when I came out there, they kind of, like, returned the love type of thing. So Louie picked me up, took me out to – there's, there's like, this winter fair they have called Winter Wonderland. Got to see that. Um showed me like where he grew up and stuff which because that's what i really want i want to like go to the hoods of london and like see how it really is and he was like yeah it, i mean it was cool but it was three in the morning so it wasn't like i got to see like what it's like going it just looked like everywhere Building. else yeah you know it was houses and, and streets and sidewalks and stuff but i mean it's so it was it was just really cool it was hard getting used to um driving on the other side of the road no i did not just i mean like being a passenger yeah i just did ubers the entire trip i really it would have saved me a ton of money to fucking get a a car but there was no fucking way that i was going to be able to drive it's like you got to think about you literally have to retrain your brain because just things like turning on the sig like turning like literally because making a left turn is like making a right turn, so it's regular. But making a or right like, turn is going have against you ever traffic. Had to parallel park on the. Other That's side what they of the said street. too. That they shit said, is yeah, hard. They said parallel parking is like fucking so hard for people. And then Louis was telling me a story of how um, he when he comes here, he does actually rent a car. But in in the UK, the right lane is the fast lane, and the left oh, is the slow shit. lane. Oh shit! And so, that makes sense. so he was like, in the yeah, again, oh, yeah. No. So he was in the left lane going slow because he's just trying to get used to this shit. And he said everybody was getting so fucking pissed and like flying around him and shit. I'm like, damn. But yeah, so I spent like a bazillion. I actually unlocked like four new levels of Uber. I got mad rewards because I fucking like, which is, I didn't even realize you get so many rewards. But like once you like do, you I got like free Uber Eats shit now. My mom and I like double up on an account. So it's like really nice to just like double the Uber. Oh, that's lit as fuck. But also I found this app. It's called like Freebird. And Mm -hmm. you can call your Lyft and call your Uber from it. And you get points. And then the points turn into like cash back. And and it's honestly, you could take like four or five Ubers and get like $10 cash back. Really? Yeah. It's just kind of a bitch because like you got to go into the app to like call it. But the prices are the same and everything. 
And then I think Don Julio like sponsors if the alcohol, yeah, the uh-huh. brand. Like if you, whenever you call an Uber home, you get like double the points because, because they they're sponsor. being a responsible yeah. type of thing. Yeah. So wow. like when I when I but you have to be leaving from like a bar so or like a restaurant. So something like, that like Maps recognizes yeah, as yeah. like yeah. So a, like when I'm at my house, I just like put a spot down the street, like and it just yeah. And then you can also always change your home address to be like someone else's home. Or, like, you look, Google the bar and then choose a house, like, next to the bar. Like, I don't know. Wow. I've honestly made, like, $40. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what is this called? Freebird? Yeah, Freebird. And you just download and put in, like, your Uber and shit information yeah. and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, and then you just call it from inside the app instead. Which isn't, you said it was a pain, but, I mean, essentially, you call from inside an Uber app, so it's literally yeah, just a different app, that's right? that's true. Because I use Uber and Lyft, so it's annoying, because I have to, like, check the prices on the both apps. Oh, and, and the then thing, go back yeah. and compare and all but that But other than that, it's, like, honestly really lit. I didn't have to worry about checking the prices in London, because they do not have Lyft, so it was Uber only, and... Was it expensive? No, I, I mean, there's a, a, a conversion difference, obviously, but, like... It wasn't crazy. I feel like every average ride was like um, probably like 15 pounds, which equates to like, like approximately like 20 bucks. $20. Yeah. And then, um, but I was getting like a dollar, well, 50 cents to a dollar uh, conversion rate charge for every ride I did because mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just how Visa works. I don't know. But yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was super cool. And then we went the next day to Paris. My mom was feeling better. So nice. And it was really cool. Yeah, it's just a short... I didn't know it was a two-hour train ride away. It's right there. So we did that <gasps> train to Paris, which um, I think Diddy had an album. Yeah, Last Train to Paris. It was the Dirty Money group. They had an album called that. And went to Paris, enjoyed it for a couple hours. Then I started feeling funny. And I thought it was just a sandwich I ate. And I just thought I had to go to the bathroom at some point. It was like bearable. I could walk with it. So I'm like, ah, oh, whenever we find a bathroom, I kind of need to go. And we're walking around going to see the arch date whatever the fuck it's called and a bunch of shit that yep and i wanted to we wanted to go on top we saw people were on top and as we started walking i'm like no i think i need to go to the bathroom like right now so we went and we found a hotel and i don't know it was like it kind of went from zero to 100 for me yeah oh my god and so i tried to go to the bathroom nothing really happened then we're like, my mom's like, what do you want to do? We had about an hour and a half to our ne- our train going back. And I was like, I don't think I can make any more anything. I think we need to just go to the train station and wait because I don't think I can walk around anymore. And um, she's like, all right. So we, we, you know, we catch an Uber and it just literally in the Uber to the train station. It just, I just went all the way downhill. By the time we got to the train station, I was in like a cold sweat. And I, I didn't want to go in the bathroom there because I was just like, I don't want to throw up or use the bathroom like amongst all these people. I would love to do it in the privacy of my own Airbnb. But that's two and a half hours away. Well, four and a half because we still had like a little bit of a wait to the thing. Um, but if you know, that wasn't up to me. And I had to go in the bathroom there. So the first time I threw up, I was okay, came back. And then like, you know, you always feel better after you throw up. So like for 10 minutes, I was like, oh, I'm better, mom. I think I'll be okay. I'll make it. And then 10 minutes later, it comes right back and you're feeling, I'm, I was like literally like bowled over, like in the waiting area for the train, like just like holding my stomach, like sweating it out. Had to go again, threw up. Do you think it was the same thing? I definitely think it was the same thing. So then I'm like throwing up again, throwing up again. Then we get, you know, the train comes or whatever. 
Imagine having to throw up in a dirty train bathroom that smells like someone urinated all over the entire thing and like not to be disgusting, but it's coming out of both ends. So I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom <laughs> and then it hits and then it's like, you got to like turn around and like, I'm, I'm literally on the floor of this dirty bathroom. They have a floor to ceiling for whatever reason, mirror on the door. So I'm Please watching see. myself just in a horrible state. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been through this before too. When I was in college, it was right before freaking finals. Oh. And I was in the, in the dorm and like, you know, dorm bathrooms are so Fucking repug. With like my head head on the toilet like Dude, and you up, can't and stop like, it I, can't, I don't know and I was curled up in a little ball yes. like on the floor on the, the dirty floor and I had to call one of my guy friends at the time and I was like please Noah like please come in here and like save me like I need to be like dragged back to my bed like Dude. I can't get up like I physically cannot move and I literally tried to avoid it for <clears throat> I waited at least an hour on the train I just sat there and suffered not in silence I definitely was loud and sighing and making noises and everything um but I just did not want to a be in that bathroom but b my anxiety, I didn't want to have to walk past everyone to get to the bathroom too. And I wasn't exactly sure where it was. I wasn't sure if it was between every cart or between a couple. Do I have to walk a few? Like I just, I didn't want to deal with it. My mom kept trying to push me like, go to the fucking bathroom. I'm like, mom, I don't know where the fuck it is and I'm not going. And then I saw someone else get up and use it and it was right there. I was like, oh, all right, it's time. And I just went and I was in there a solid like 12 minutes at least like there was just so much coming out of everywhere and then I had to like (laughs) do the walk back and I just felt like I felt like everyone was looking at me but so so because of that like I put like an extra stressed face on so that no one like bothered me or thought I was like weird or anything but yeah I I, I had like you know when you throw up like your eyes water so I had like tears streaming down my face yes like everything my mascara is like all running because of the thing like it was just I had been um I had a my hair down but I had like a half up ponytail and like because I had been stressed in my seat I was like putting my head back on my seat so I had this matted spot in the back of my hair then you like probably, I you looked on that oh my god I looked in your fur coat were you no like, oh. I had my fur coat but I did not bring it to the bathroom for obvious okay. reasons I left it in my seat and like even when I was in the train station I was leaving it with my mom because I would have been highly upset if I fucking got puke on that coat it's a very cool coat from Dolls Kill which actually Amber gave to me and then, um, so that was, but so we got back and I actually finally felt better and I was able to sleep it out through the night and the next day I was fine, which was very important because the next day was like a, a long press day for me. So I had a morning show interview. Everyone there, the three, the, all the interviews I did, they all asked about Joe Budden, which is so funny. I felt like the celebrity girl that like had a celebrity guy breakup. And then I it's like, it's also funny too, because it's like, being I mean yeah being on the other side of the media like what am I trying to say like you always see people tweet like oh well you could just say no comment or whatever but it's like it really doesn't work like that and like I know that too being the other person but like being in it too is also it's just like you you really don't and then maybe you end up saying too much and it's like you don't plan on it you don't want to say that but it's just like yeah you're having a conversation and shit just comes out it's just really interesting and like um the other part of it too was like, I felt like such a like, 
appreciation for artists is like I had literally back-to-back interviews and in between that I had to go to stores and they were like gifting me with stuff which was really fire and everything shout out Sophie no for real Sophie fucking bodied it bro and I I hooked her up with guap so she did all the guap shit too um and she also had cowboy 147 out there that same week and she had him on everything too like Sophie's a beast um but yeah so like I'm going from like interview to this to that and like all I wanted to do was all I just wanted to like see London too and like go sightseeing and it was like kind of a bittersweet pretty cool but also like obviously bummy moment but it's like it's kind of fire though like this is like that's the, life. the reason why it's not like you're on some boring ass conference exactly trip, like, exactly you're doing like press like real fire and, like, shit. What you be doing. exactly so that was like a really cool feeling and like Honestly, I en- I enjoyed the feeling of being sad that I couldn't go see. I thought I was like, this is cool. Like the I get to torture. Yeah, you I know <laughs> exactly. Like I really enjoyed that shit and like you know being being able to have my mom there with me and have her like see me get interviewed and see like people fuck with me like that was cool because you know as I've documented over the years on this podcast like she hasn't always really understood what the fuck I do and it's only been in recent like years honestly since I've been in LA and like really been making money that she even and she I don't even think she still now I think I guess she gets it because writing books is a pretty black and white concept like I write a book and I get paid for it but you know the overall arch of like doing social media and writing like freelance I don't think she still fully grasps and then like the pod where the podcast fits in and like how I have fans. I don't know. I don't think she fully got it, but seeing it in person, I think that it was really cool for her to experience it. In the last interview, um, shout out to Water that I did, um, and that was on the beat. Uh, we were. She was talking to me. The the host was talking to me about that exact thing and parents understanding and all that stuff. And so my mom, like, as I'm talking about it, like I watched her tear up and that was like really cool to see. Yeah. And then the interview earlier that day, they asked me, um, what's one thing I never, <laughs> never told my mom, like, you know what oh, I want to admit. And at first I couldn't think of anything. So, cause it's also like, you when fr- you're put on the spot, yeah, like, like it's even cr- sometimes on this podcast, like I'll think later, oh, I had so much shit. Like, I yes, that, dude, but like, it's like in the moment, you kind of just he asked me who I've interviewed before. I was like, uh, so many people. I don't know. Like, I literally, I couldn't, I couldn't name right. one single person that I've ever interviewed in my life. And ever. it's like you're supposed to know yourself the best, and so everybody's like, well, why didn't she just say? Blah? But sometimes you're like, I don't know. I literally don't know. Like, I had no fucking. And he's like, what's the best interview you ever had? I'm like all of them I don't know (laughs) but so when he asked what's the thing so at first when he was like what's one thing you never told your mom I'm like I mean she already knows but you know I used to save my lunch money and go to Harlem on the weekends blah 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 he's like okay whatever and then it hit me I remembered I was like oh shit no I do remember I used to make fake permission slips back in high school literally like put my high school logo on the top had you know I've always been a good writer so it was like phenomenal writing and at the end it would be like we only we're only accepting cash for the trips because because we've been because we've been experiencing like check fraud and stuff yeah so I mean I didn't do it mad times I probably only did it like four times my junior and senior year no my really only my junior year because that was the year that I had started going to Harlem and I didn't have a car or anything so it was really just to have money to go to Harlem. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I admitted that. But surprisingly, I mean, she, like, made a noise when I said it on air. She's like, I don't know. But afterwards, she didn't even ask me about it. I guess it's so far gone now. Like, what are you going to do? And literally, what are you, you're grounded, Marissa. Right, exactly. And it's funny that you say that. So then, um, 
that night, Guap Dad had his show with Denzel Curry. It just happened to work out that they were in town the same time. I already knew going in advance, but it just so happened at work out that the same time we were going that they had a show. Um, it was It's uh, Denzel's tour and Guap's the opener. And so um, brought mom with me. And so we're backstage. And so like I know Denzel for years. And <laughs> Denzel walked in the room first and... Um, me and my mom and everybody else was in there, but he only saw me first. And he was like, oh, what up, titties? And I was like, bro, my mom's here. He's like, shit. So then, um, well, that was Love funny. It. Right. And Great so then moment. they decided that my mom was like the greatest thing since sliced bread. So like throughout the night, my mom was getting wasted too. She was like taking shots of tequila and shit. So they're like chanting. They're like, Pam, 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 Pam. And they're like che- cheering her on. And then Denzel is just like, basically trolling me and her and like he was just like saying ridiculous shit to her and i'm getting like embarrassed because i don't know it was just and i was super high also but like i don't think i've gotten to this point in my relationship with my mom where i could do something yeah and i don't think i was ready for it yet especially not being so high and especially not being with somebody like denzel who's like a fucking troll and like guap was funny too but like it's Denzel like he I don't know it was like making me uncomfortable they were just like you know they it was nothing was disrespectful at all like everything was funny but I was just too high and too uncomfortable to like enjoy it I've never in my life felt so much of like I wanted to crawl under a rock and just like I wanted to get my mom out of there because she's drunk and she's like cutting up with them and I'm just like I think I would be best if my mom was like not here anymore (laughs) and so guap opened up and so after Guap set, we're walking back to the dressing room. I'm like, Mom, so you want me to put you in an Uber now? And she was like, you want me to leave? And I was like, no, I'm just saying, like, do, are you oh, good God. to go? So we get back to the dressing she room. She must have been so offended. She she was, apparently. So we get back to the dressing room. And so, like, you know, it's all of us again. Guap, Denzel, everybody's there. We're all laughing. Cha-cha, blah, blah, blah. And then something happened somebody said something and my mom was like yeah she tried to send me back in an uber and then like the whole room just starts like going in on me like oh marissa's trying to get her mom out of here and then denzel's like like, literally dying and then denzel's like marissa your mom's gonna ground you my mom's like yeah marissa you're gonna for two weeks and then like they just all started going and like it was just it just didn't yes and it didn't stop and like i'm still super high at this point and it was just like i would have gone i would have gotten i would have started acting really childish when it comes to me and my mom like our relationship like i just start getting like really like bratty and like everyone else thinks i'm like being like the biggest child but i'm like i'm so annoyed yes i was just i was so many things and i'm just like and denzel is going on and on about he's like yo you know what what let's bring Pam on stage. We're going to bring Pam on stage. And then my mom's like, yeah, yeah. And then she's like doing a dance that she said she would do on stage. And I wanted to die even more. Like I've never ever wanted to die so much as I did in that room right there. I feel so bad for you. I really do. I don't find this funny. Everybody else is like, ha ha Everyone in the room thought it was the funniest shit in the world. I can imagine how this is really funny, but this is giving me such a Yeah, like if I wasn't- Yes, like if I wasn't me, I would have thoroughly enjoyed it. But considering that I am me, I did not enjoy any part of it. And I wanted to enjoy it so much because like it was fun. Like it's my mom, we're drunk, it's guap, it's like all my people, we're backstage in London, like music brought us all the way out fucking here. Like I it was just it was it was it was really it was a lot. And uh but then she and she's like taking pictures with Guap and Denzel and it was just oh my god. I'm like I see Pam's Facebook after this. Oh, she was she was updating a fucking storm and she's like backstage with Guap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all his mom- 
moms are like who right no one even no, no, one, no one commented all her friends were commenting on all her she had like 40 comments on every status of like pam looking great oh my god pam enjoy enjoy oh my god so jealous pam da, da, da. she put up the guap thing one person commented and it was my brother <laughs> And he's like, the world ain't ready for Pam or some shit. He says something stupid or whatever. Um, but then, um, so then Denzel went on and Pam actually stayed and like watched the rage go down. And then she was down. She left, I think like maybe midway into Denzel, I want to say. And I stayed. And then after that, uh, Sophie and I met up with the Western, the whole group, all three of them, because the third guy is now out of jail, newly out of jail too. And um, they took us, they did a podcast, they were like doing an interview, and then they took us to a London party, which was really cool because I wanted to see like what it was like. It was like a private birthday party though, so in a club that they rented out, so I didn't get like the full club experience per se, but obviously like it was like the whole night was Caribbean music, so me and my non-dancing ass was basically just sitting on a wall. Um, but it was really cool to watch, and, and unfortunately, even though like my, I was over the stomach virus, yeah, I still wasn't like a hundred percent. I was probably like a solid seventy. So I just didn't want to drink because I was just way too scared to fuck with it. So if I would have been drunk, I think I probably would have had like a more interesting time. But because I was like sober and not high either, because you can't you can't just smoke out in the street. I was not trying to go to jail in London. Um, oh although my God, I not again. Yeah, but I did find good weed. Louis hooked me up, but it was just obviously in like private settings and not in a club. <laughs> Uh, although you can't smoke weed. In, I mean, he was cute, by the way. He was. Yo, I got so <laughs> many DMs from people, bro. Literally, it's, I've never. I don't know. I feel he like was I, really cute. I feel like I post enough men on my Instagram, but I never got DMs. Like I got like, yo, sis, is that you? Can it be me? This and they're like, hella, like so many fucking people. And even my mom was like, who's that guy you're with, Riss? He was super cute. I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, and then. Um, I had been talking about him on the radio too, and they well, they were like, "Oh, they were on a date, all type of." It was like weird. It was, but we were not. We were not on any type of date. Um, and yeah, so I got to see the club, and then at the end of the night, after the they stopped playing the Caribbean music, they started playing or West Indian, whatever. I don't know how you refer, Caribbean music, right? Yeah, like dancehall shit. And then um, they switched it to like '90s R and B American jams. So it was like just like randomly. Yeah, like, yeah, and it was like Usher, like nice and slow type shit like genuine like Ooh, keisha cole love sexy. yeah i don't know it was very interesting What's happened with the clothes out there um it went to three so i was I, not nice for me i was very tired and ready to fucking go <laughs> but it was still cool and then we went to like an after hour spot and um to eat and yo they have like they have baked beans with breakfast out there like that's part of breakfast why yeah you knew that i knew that did you? Yeah. Is that like a common known thing? No, but I have a lot of pe- friends that. Oh are really? Yeah. So they, do they live here or they're from there? Here, I have one really good friend that lives out here, but he like moved here in the seventh grade. But he's like from uh, London. Does he still eat beans for breakfast? I have no idea. I don't, like, go out to <laughs> breakfast with him where there are beans. That's <laughs> valid. So Very valid point. Yeah, like, it's really perplexing. I just don't... I mean, you know what? No, I guess if you could think of it, it's, like, sweet. Yeah. So, like, I guess it could, but it just seems inappropriate as hell to put baked beans with breakfast. I don't think so, because, like, when you eat Mexican food, you eat beans. But they're not baked beans. Like, baked beans are sweet. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense. I don't know. Literally not the same at all. But, I mean, I, I, like, the sweet, like, 
honey, like not honey, but like barbecue flavor, I guess I could see it. But I only ever eat baked beans with hot dogs and hamburgers during the summer. So it was quite an interesting dynamic to wrap myself around. But me being the five-year-old that I am, I only really ate chicken wings out there and french fries and sandwiches. Did you eat any french food? No, I was obviously Dying. throwing up my inside. So the only thing I had ate that day was a ham and Swiss panini on the way, like on the train. And then once I got there, I ate absolutely nothing. My mom had a croissant, which she kept saying croissant, like for all croissant. Like, like I was like, nothing else she said in a French accent at all or like anything, but for whatever reason, croissant every time. It wasn't even like she was trying to be funny when she said it. Like she literally was just pronouncing it super French. I'm like, what the fuck? Then this genius woman all day when we're getting out of Ubers or I'm asking somebody a question and they answer me, I kept saying like, mercy, mercy, right? And at the end of the day, when we're on the train, she's like, so how do you say thank you in French? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And she was like, no, what? I was like, mercy, what the fuck do you think I was saying it all day for? And she was like, you know, I really had no idea. <laughs> I love you guys. I have a TV show. Bro, I literally like gave her a blank stare. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my! And then I mean, Marissa and Pam on this whole trip was a sight to see because this fucking woman did not charge her hearing aids, so she could not hear. This and, really is a movie. And you know my patience That's is like. like I'm sorry, super... I have to laugh at that. This fucking woman did not and then like on the left and then she and also in the uk or anywhere that's not america every place has different um electrical outlets or whatever so her husband had bought her an adapter but the adapter wasn't really working and then we bought another adapter that plugged into that adapter so it was super janky like we had like hella connections going to try to make something work for us so this genius decides that it's, it was smart to plug her fucking blow dryer into this janky shit that we already fucking had going. Of course it exploded oh. and it blew out every socket in the living room. Your life is a movie. I, oh my God, I almost choked her. So then we couldn't chart. And then it was at like, it was early in the day, but we went out. By the time we got back, this was the Paris day. So by the time we got back, I can't go out to get us a new charge or anything. She's like, well, I already took all my sleeping pills and my, she had like a pharmacy of drugs. She was taking Percocet, sleeping pills, this, that, and a third, right? This woman is a disaster. So she's like, well, I'm not going out to get it. So we had to like, we had nothing, we couldn't charge anything. So not her hearing aids, not my Mophie's, not my phone, not her phone. I had to go to sleep on 11% and pray to God I woke up in the morning for my interviews and shit. But we, we fixed all of that. I had a thing that I had to say about that and now I kind of lost my train of thought. But oh, then like, her her hearing aids are connected to her phone and then like guap discovered it because he was like standing next to her and when someone took a picture on the phone it went through the hearing aid and so he heard the snap in her ear and he was like fascinated by the fact that it was connected and then he complimented her crushed velvet shirt and she was she essentially thinks her and guap are like best friends for life yeah, she like she really she didn't she's not a Denzel Curry fan at all. Did not like him at all oh. whatsoever. Oh. Yeah, she was like, Marissa, I don't like him. He's he's very kind of weird. Yeah, and I warned her before though. I warned the whole car because Sophie had not met him either. I was like, look, Denzel's a very nice kid. Like not you know not hood gangsta, not problematic basically or whatever. Not gonna be like scaring you or anything like that. But at the same time, like strange child too. So he's a little abrasive, a little bit like. 
no holds barred kind of no filter means no harm but he's just gonna be he might make you uncomfortable so that so i warned them so when he was going off i at least felt a little solace that like they knew to expect that kind of thing but like i i don't know i just and then he was like well he was making jokes to some song reference that my mom had no idea and she's just like smiling and laughing smiling and laughing and i think that was making me uncomfortable because i felt like she might be uncomfortable because she had no idea what the fuck he was saying and she just and I, i'm just getting upset again thinking about it but anyway so yeah she was not a fan of him but she was a huge fan of guap she thinks Aww. he's like the cutest nicest the most cute i know they were like so cute the two of them and i had been making fun of her shirt earlier so she really felt like she just found like a soulmate in her shirt vibes she she brought like all her shirts were like pirate shirts to me <laughs> they like all had like weird no, colors no, no. <laughs> literally they were, and she had like she brought hangers for all her shirts like she was very prepared for this this trip oh i loved pam so much she's great um how long were you guys out there that was it it was it was four five days total but like three full and then two halves basically and then we came back the following day <laughs> and um had first class on the way back to that shit was lit uh, as did fuck. you leave Pam in the in the dark? In the dark apartment? No, in the not first class. <laughs> oh, we weren't on the same flight or anything. Oh, you I obviously live in a very different city than Pam does. I didn't Pam know if you does. flew there and no. then came back. Well, here. no, I, I mean, oh, I didn't even tell you guys about my fucking passport situation. Wow, I'm a douche nugget for doing it. I'm also a douche for not bringing it up. But yeah, no, we flew totally separate. She flew out of Jersey, in and out of Jersey. I flew out of New York and into LA. Um, but yeah, so Friday morning, mind you, my flight was Friday night at 11 p.m. Friday morning at 11 a.m. in New Jersey at my dad's house, I remembered the fact that I'd never remembered my passport and it was sitting quite nicely in my Los Angeles home across the country. And it wasn't even like I forgot to, I mean, obviously I forgot to bring it, but it was, it, it never, and I am so good with that shit. Like I make lists on lists. I pack weeks in advance and literally not one time. And I think probably because it's like, I was going to an English speaking country. I just, I guess it just never like registered. And obviously I know I need it, but it just never registered. Costa Rica, all those other places, passport was packed first, like in my backpack for weeks. This never crossed my mind. Was it when I just like death took over you moments? Like <gasps> dog, <gasps> my whole body went like just straight cold, and I was just and I was on the phone with my mom, and she didn't even say anything about a passport. It just literally hit me out of the blue, and I was like, "Mom," and she's like, "What?" I was like, "I forgot my passport." She's like, "Marissa, fucking Lynn, are you kidding me?" Because obviously she spent money to go to this shit, whatever, and I'm like. I gotta go. I just hung up on her because I'm like, I, I, what am I gonna do? Mind you, it's 11 a.m. there. You know, this motherfucker upstairs is not awake, even remotely. Because I'm like, all right, maybe he can like, um, same day. Yeah, overnighted. I'm like, you know, all the flights were looking very full the very next day to London. But I'm like, I can figure it out. I'll somehow get there. I just need this passport. So I'm blowing his phone up, which is, I, I don't, literally, I might There's as well have no just point. been punching a wall. There's <laughs> literally no point of calling him. I'm calling Ida, his girlfriend. Like, she's not picking up. I'm group chatting them, texting them. Like, someone please call me. So then I'm like researching options and basically the only thing you could fucking do, there's a passport office in Philadelphia and a passport office in New York. I don't know if they're anywhere else in the country, but for sure I knew that. 
And it's funny because I always knew about the passport office in New York because it's directly across the street from Hot 97. Like we always could see it out of the window and the line would always be down the fucking block. And everyone would be like, oh yeah, it's the passport office, blah, blah, blah. But you could do it same day there. So my dad's like, risk, you're going to have to fucking do it. And I'm like, oh my God, but what if, you know, what if it's not actually same day? It's just like kind of same day and you get it in like a week or whatever. And we're looking it up and my dad's like, dude, that's literally your only, just go. Like, I'll put you in an Uber, just go get the fucking thing. I'm like, all right. So I'm calling Mike still. This month, it's, I don't, I I just don't know why I even bothered. Um, What time do you need to get on the plane? 11 p.m. So I I mean, well, that's the flight takes off. So I need to be at JFK by like 9.30 p.m. at this point. So you couldn't even get it by ship FedEx. Right, because exactly, because the cutoff time, all the other shit, I'm like, there is just- like 11 right across country right because right the time difference and all that shit so i'm just like this is not i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do so i'm in the uber right i'm not even thinking like i have nothing with me i don't have obviously i'm not traveling with my birth certificate or any type of other thing other than my license so i have nothing on me i'm in the uber and i'm like all right let me just like look it up i guess a little bit so i I don't know what made me research it because i knew where i was going but i just looked it up again and i'm reading it on like reddit or something like you have to have an appointment i was like oh so you just can't fucking show up so i'm like well shit so i call the number and i'm like crying I, i already knew to like put the whole shit on anyway but i mean i really was upset but i wasn't i probably wasn't tears upset i was more just like Frozen because I was like, well, worst case, scenario, I didn't really pay for much. So I, I just won't say, go. Really, you did not pay for this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I just buy. Um, so I'm like, I just won't go. But I really felt my mom was like, who was dependent on me or whatever. So I call and I'm just like telling my sob story. She's like, well, you know, I'm not showing any appointments available for today, but I'll, I'll try to look. And I'm like, fuck. And then she's like, okay, well, I can, I have a one o'clock available. I know it's not immediate, but does that work? And I looked at the clock and it's 1240. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? It's not, it's literally immediately. And I was probably like 10 minutes outside of the city. So I'm like, that's perfect. I'm like, yeah, one o'clock is great. She's like, okay, so do you have your documents? I'm like, ma'am, I, I literally just told you what happened. Like, do you think in that time frame I went and printed out various documents? Like, no, I have nothing. And she was like, well, you, you know, you need a birth certificate or something. I'm like, I have yeah, Nothing. how the fuck did you do this? Because my friend has like couldn't even get a driver's license in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah. Oh well, so she was like, "You're gonna have to have a birth certificate." I'm like, "I have nothing." So she was like, "Well." She tells me, though, if I had a previous passport, which obviously I did, they are able to look it up in the system for $150. But she was like, if you can get your roommate to wake up and send a picture of your passport, that, that'll verify it. That you're, They just need to know that I'm a U.S. citizen at some Dude, point. Dude, that's so crazy. My, okay, so my friend's trying to get the fucking real ID in California. Like, Liz has his passport back in New York. Or not his passport, his birth certificate. Hasn't been able to get a freaking real ID because they're like, we need the original. Like, not even a copy of it. Really? Yeah. Who the fuck still has that shit? I don't know where the fuck my shit is. Because I call my mom. My dad looked for it before I left. He didn't have it. I called my mom on the way. She didn't have it. Apparently, I must have it. But I don't know where the fuck that shit is at. So then she's like, and also, you know, did you print out the forms? I'm like, ma'am, what part of I have absolutely nothing are you not grasping? What forms? And she's like, yeah, it's an I blah, 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 a DW, blah. I'm like, they won't give them to me. She's like, I mean, they may, but they probably won't. And so now now I'm fucking petrified, right? She's like, also, they don't do pictures there. So do you have a picture? I'm like, no, miss, I have nothing. Stop asking me. Just tell me what I need so I can go there feeling upset and unprepared. I don't fucking know what to do at this point. So she's like, well, I mean, you're on the calendar for one o'clock. So God bless. Good luck. I'm like, thank you. She really? Yeah. So so now I'm fucking, now I don't even want to go. I literally, I was, we were, 
um, still in Jersey at the time. We weren't through the Holland Tunnel yet. I was literally about to tell the guy, like, just drop me here and I'm just going to go to the mall and fucking spend my day in a better way than crying in a fucking passport office. But since I was already in an Uber, I'm like, fuck it, I'll just fucking go. And worst case, I just come home. So... He drops me off. Mind you, I have this humongous suitcase, which I already had anxiety about to begin with because I've never traveled with such a big suitcase. So I have to cart this thing around with me to the passport office and all that shit. It's super heavy to pick up everything. So I go to the office. I get in there, go through security and all that shit. I, this amazing woman is standing by the elevators and she's like directing traffic. Like, if you have an appointment, go here. If you don't, whatever. So I'm t- I told her, I'm like, ma'am, look, I have a one o'clock appointment. She's like, okay, you can go up. I'm like, but wait, let me tell you. I was like, I don't have a picture. I don't have my documents. I have absolutely nothing. I do have a passport that they told me that it, they can look up for a hundred. She was like, girl, calm down. You are good. They, if, you know, we, it's early enough in the day, you're probably going to be fine. They can look you up. They'll give you a pass to go out and get a picture. You're going to be okay. I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. So she sent me upstairs. There was, I'm expecting like a line out the fucking door. It's one person in the line. I get right behind him. They call me up to the window. I tell her the same story. She's like, all right, cool. Here's your two forms. You're going to, and she's like, you really were blessed. I feel like this could have been a real, no, this could have been crazy. So she gives me the two forms and she was like, here's a pass. It's basically like a pass that says I can come back in. She's like, go get a picture somewhere, go to CVS down the street, do whatever. She's like, come right back because it does take a couple hours to print. And she was like, while you're waiting for them to call you in the other room to do like your little interview, basically, she's like, just fill out the papers while you wait for your interview and you're good to go. So I'm like, okay. So ran out. CVS was right down the street, popped in, got my little picture, looked horrible because I was just angry and irate, popped back. Yo, still calling Mike because I'm like, if I can save $150 right now, it'd only be $200 for this same day passport. That's fucking beautiful. Never got a hold of this dumb fuck. So, um... I get back literally to all they had to do was just type Marissa Mendez in a search bar and it pulls it up immediately and they charge you $150 for that. Like no time wasted, zero resources. I paid $150 for that. And um, yeah, did it all. And they printed my passport in less than three hours. No problem. Paid the shit. The only thing that I didn't realize until after, and this was on, this is a special circumstance for me and it, it you know, everything else, um, it'll be good for you guys. I looked at my shit and I'm like, oh, they made a fucking error. My passport expires in one year. What assholes, blah, blah, blah. And I got to go back to that in the third. So then today I was reading the paperwork that came with it. The reason why they put my passport expiring in a year is because this is my second replacement passport because I lost my last one mm-hmm. also. And so they're like, bitch, you're doing some risky shit. So basically I have to like file some type of paper to like get approved for a full <laughs> one or... um they said I can actually use my old one. They didn't cancel it apparently. So I can still use it and not have to refile. So I think I'm like good to go. I have to like really look into it, but I believe that's what happened. So that's kind of fire too. So either way, I made, made it to it. London. And yeah. yeah. So, um, but I, you know, I wanted to share that specifically too, because I literally had no idea that you could really do it in the same day. So like I, I said, I honestly don't even know how you finesse that. I mean, apparently it, I'm maybe I don't know I, I either I got lucky or maybe it is just like that smooth nowadays but um the passport agency is located at three th- I know hot 97 is 395 Hudson so I want to say it's like 376 Hudson 
Um, and obviously you make an appointment as long as you have your birth certificate or a picture of your old passport if you lost it. That's another thing, guys. Please, please, please. And this is my own fault too because when I was in Costa Rica and we went through our little passport war that we went through, um, they were telling me that if I had at least a picture of my passport, I might be able to get out of the country or whatever because um, because I'm not from the country. Like They would have maybe worked with me. But I didn't even obviously have a picture of my passport. I had absolutely nothing. Yeah. And so I should have learned from that experience, keep a picture of your passport at and all fucking times. And your driver's license, yeah. too. Well, I, personally, for me, like I sometimes don't drive with my wallet. I know it's really bad. But I have like in my uh, glove compartment like scanned photos of my ID. And then I, I keep a scanned photo of my driver's license on my planner that I keep on me. Just in case, like, I you never know when you need that shit. And it's, like, an actual copy of it. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. At least, like, and I've had pictures of it. Even to, like, get into bars sometimes. Like, I forgot my wallet or, like, didn't know I was going to be going out. I'm like, look at my ID. Like, I'm showing Well, you. that's why I have a phone case that holds my cards. I'll never not use that phone case again because it's <clears> literally <throat> the most I've never. You never forget your wallet ever in life. You never forget your phone anywhere. So that shit is lit. I've and I hate when people use the th- use the excuse. Well, what happens if you lose your phone? Well, if you lose when your the phone, fuck you're already you right, and you're already fucked if you lost your phone. So it's just like that's what happens if I lose my phone. Like life is bad either way. So, um, but yeah, so I'm more likely to lose a purse with my phone in it than to lose my actual phone that's in my hand at all times. At all times, exactly. I so sleep with it like two inches from my face. Literally, me too, but face down though because I don't like it when it lights up. But um, but yeah, so all that to say, guys, God forbid, or even if you just needed in a rush, if you just randomly got an opportunity to go out of the country like a week from now, um, as long as you have, it's literally just $200. And um, if you don't know where the fuck your birth certificate is and you never had a passport before, then it is an extra $150. But you know, three fifty is not much to be able to be able to travel the world and at the drop of a dime. So. Yeah, you never know. If someone's just like, "Hey, can I fly you to Dubai Istanbul? or something?" <laughs> yes, Istanbul. That's exactly Istanbul, where people are freak, frequently, uh, frequently flying out to. Um, but yeah, and shout out to London again for showing me such a beautiful time. Oh, we had an email that I wanted to read this week. And also Marissa has a new hand tattoo. Oh, I do have a new hand tattoo. I have the New Jersey symbol with a little purple star for where I'm from. And then I have a Leo symbol on my finger. I love it. I was also going to get, um, N-O-V-A on these fingers here. But my girlfriend that I was with, she was already like angsty about this. And so she like talked me out of that. She said it was too much. And so I didn't. But I am actually kind of glad I didn't because now I think I'm probably going to just get his whole paw print since that's what Guap had gotten it made in clay when they cremated him. So um, me and Guap were talking about it. And Guap's actually thinking about doing a whole portrait of Novi. So I'm thinking about doing that too, honestly. But I just don't know where on my body I would put like a dog portrait. Maybe like... Maybe like on your thigh i'm thinking isn't your thigh say marissa my thigh my thigh does marissa say marissa so extra i know it is extra that i have my name but i was 17 years old and i saw it on a porn and it was just something so that, that was a great idea i saw it in a porn so i'm gonna put it on my body yeah but now i'm literally so a walking girl's name marissa and you really liked it no it wasn't even <laughs> it was it wasn't even names it was just like people had cool things right there on their thigh and i wanted a tattoo and i had a fake id so that's what i did but now I'm a walking billboard. No one has to ask me my name, my sign, or where I'm from because I well, literally have it all. Thighs. My well, no, but if oh, I have, you wear the, your necklace, if I have shorts on and my hand out, I'd be like, some if somebody says, "Yo, mom, what's your name? What's your sign? Where you from?" I'll be like, 
boom, boom, boom. And here's my Read wrist. It and we. And here's my other wrist. I work in music and I like to collect cupcakes. <laughs> Basically, all you need to know. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, and oh, email. Yes, this shit just threw me off. But yeah, so I have a new tattoo <sighs> or two, and um. I cannot tell you guys enough how liberating it felt to tattoo my hand. I honestly, that sounds like generic and I really didn't think I would feel anything other than like, oh shit, I really tattooed my hand. Cause that's a, that's a fucking leap. That's like, yeah. sort of I'm committed to this shit. But after I did it and I was sitting at dinner looking at my hand, like it literally truly felt li- liberating. Like this is just like my body and I'm doing what I want with it and I work in a field where I can do that. I don't know. It, it really felt really freeing. I, I, I don't know why it felt so good. But yeah. And then um, when we were in London, Guap and I were talking to this guy at the, that worked at one of the stores that we were at. And the guy was saying how he has no tattoos at all. And we were like, why? He's like, well, you know, you know, we're trying to go like more mainstream with the store and, you know, want to be taken seriously, blah, blah, blah. I mean, and Guap was like, well, shit, I'm a rapper. You're damn near taking more seriously if you have tattoos. I'm like, for real. Like, they they look at you like, all right, well, you're really doing this shit for real then or whatever. So, um, when I meet someone without tattoos, I'm always like. <sighs> that shit is weird to me. My ex-boyfriend, Smoke, he didn't have any tattoos. That shit was like I, pussy. I, I don't think I've dated anybody without tattoos. Hmm. Have I ever? Oh, wait, we have two emails. Lit. Okay. You ready? Hey, Maddie Joyce and the gang. Before I ask advice, just want to say I love you guys so much and I've been a fan since the I'll name this podcast later days. I'm a huge fan. I listen to the podcast all day, every day at work, and I plug my coworkers whenever they ask who I'm listening to. Oh, speaking of which, shout out to everybody that has been tagging us in their Spotify most listened shit today. That's been really cool. Um... I haven't seen that. Either. One person, we were there, they listened to us the most out of every podcast this hey, year. That was really fun. I like it. So shout out to you. Um, I've been dating this guy for about seven months now. When we first met, I was fresh out of a breakup and I wasn't expecting to meet somebody so fast. But when we sat in the park, drank beer, and just talked, and honestly, I felt like he was a, a breath of fresh air that I needed. I wouldn't say we've had this whirlwind romance. It's just been dates here and there, good sex, and spending time at my crib when I'm not working. At first, it was me coming to his house and I would go back home. Then he went to Miami for a while without telling me previously for about two months over the summer we kept texting and calling each other I just thought it was weird at the time but ever since he came back things have been a bit off and I thought about and I thought after that we'd make it official but for some reason we've never had an intimate conversation about how we feel about each other or even said the words boyfriend and girlfriend or expressed that we were only seeing each other besides the sex I really like this guy he encourages me to be myself around him and he doesn't force me to do anything I don't want to do I just feel like with the new year coming up, I need some type of commitment that I can depend on. Plus, I don't want to keep living my life going with the flow. It's either this man's going to be in my life and we build together or I cut him off. He's a Libra and 28. I'm a Virgo woman, 23. Help me figure out if I'm just digmatized or what the fuck this is going on, please. Also, I just followed you and Joyce on Twitter. Hook your girl up with a follow back at Lonnie's Rage. I'm funny sometimes. First of all, I'm definitely going to follow you back. This is so funny that you said that he's a Libra because... Literally, this whole story you're telling me sounded exactly like Cleveland, who is a Libra. And me and Cleveland never went anywhere, as you all know. So my advice from experience is just enjoy the sex and take this for what this is, because it doesn't seem like he wants it to be anything further. But Joyce may have a different opinion. It depends on like how emotional of a person you are Mm. because I know that I can't do that like I couldn't just like 
like because I, I would I would get too many feelings and I would have to remove myself from the situation. Well, what if there's a possibility he wants it to be more? If there's a possibility, there's a possibility, but you got to like be upfront, like ask. Yeah, you Not, literally have. You to really bring it up. can't just like like beat around the bush because the more you beat around the bush, like the more you're gonna get that anxiety inside, and then you're gonna like it's not gonna make it fun anymore. I think too. I mean, I I've had that conversation with Cleveland, but I knew I could because I knew that no matter the outcome, I was probably still gonna know. yeah, and I was probably gonna still keep fucking him anyway. And I knew that he wouldn't get weird over the conversation, so it was cool. If you bring this up, you really gotta basically be prepared for whatever. Like, you gotta weigh out your yeah. Like your you options, you may have like if you may have to know that bringing this up may weird him out, and then you're not gonna get the dick again either. Or he may just still give you the dick, and but he's not going to give you anything else. And then you're going to feel weird because the fact that you already discussed it but and you're still going honest, back. But to be honest, there's lots of good dick out there. There is a lot of good dick out there, but there's also a lot of trash dick. And it, as we talked about earlier, you do kind of want to connect with the dick a little bit. Right, but you I got to like connect can, with the dick. Can, you can connect with lots of dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of dick to connect with, but yeah. I know, so. it's nice to like find that person. But I don't know. If, if you feel like is really not going anywhere and that would make you feel shitty then i would say peace out at that situation yeah um so yeah decide what you can handle you're young so good dick is kind of fun at that age so i mean it's good I at any good age dick. yeah if you have a good dick don't tm me <laughs> that would be so weird <laughs> uh, so hopefully that helped um this next one is from ellen she titled it appreciation email dear marissa i've never emailed a podcast or anyone famous before although i know that probably makes you kind of cringe lol i always said i'd email you and i kept forgetting i wanted to tell you that i love the podcast love your vibe and i look forward to every episode i must listen to it as soon as it drops smiley face i live in new york and every time i see you're visiting i imagine that i'd bump into you randomly on the street and we'd end up getting drinks or some shit i know you've thought about stuff like that before too i remember hearing you talk about silly stuff like that and thinking wow this girl really tells us everything she's thinking no matter how embarrassing or stupid it is you truly bear your soul on the podcast and we all really appreciate your honesty and vulnerability and that makes me feel less guilty and weird about my own stupid thoughts and decisions so please continue to be honest funny and inspiring to your audience you speak to your audience in a way that makes them feel like they know you i relate to your journey i too am going through a transition phase i'm learning a lot about myself lately weed is a great catalyst in this process i firmly agree you've also inspired me to start going to therapy I've been going for a few months now and I'm so happy I did it. I see a lot of myself in you, the extroverted introvert qualities, feeling uncomfortable in serious emotional situations with people, including my family members. Hearing you discuss these topics openly makes me feel less anxious about my own struggles. Thank you and I hope the best for you and the MEIA crew. Best L. P.S. I started watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend because you talked about it and I'm on season four now. I know this wasn't asking for advice or anything and I probably could have just read that to myself, but... I just wanted to share that because I, <sighs> shit like that makes me like so speechless. I know like, you know, and it makes me feel sh- shit when I do just kind of like lackadaisically do this podcast and I don't have as much passion, but sometimes it's, it's just hard to being so passionate about it. And like, Sometimes you feel like, is anyone listening? Does anybody care? And then, like, you get shit like that. And it's like, yeah, you know, maybe it's not a billion people listening, but the people that do listen, like, really care. the coolest part is, it's like, you're really just being yourself. Yeah. I think that's, like, it's not, you know, the reason why people love you is because of, like, this personality that you Love us. They love our show, us. It's not just me, it's us. 
and you know the I that email came like almost like a like a day after um a really awesome girl had dm me who also listens and she got out of an abusive relationship based on just like shit we you know i think she actually wrote into us i think it was one of the girls that wrote in and so she's out of that abusive relationship and she's graduating school now too and she's gonna send me an invite to I her graduation yeah i just got invited to a baby shower from one of the people that listens to our really See, yeah. like guys you guys are our fucking family and again like you know, I want to really do this bigger and better in 2020. I cannot fucking wait to get back in the studio. This shit is driving me crazy being on my fucking... Ca- you know what? Next time, let's do it on the table. And maybe, yeah, and maybe feel like we're doing something. We'll okay. get out of my little office here and we'll we're go... Gonna step and do it at a table even though today we couldn't because it's you know christmas threw up on that table but um but yeah no i i just read that like i just i really just want to say thank you guys so much and you know obviously you specifically for writing that email but just all of you guys for listening and you know it's toward the end of the year so i guess we can literally just reflect on everything like i I just you guys let you know tell me i help you but i don't think you under fucking stand how much it helps me there's it's just like there is just days it just make I sometimes wonder like does anyone care about anything I do and it's not even just an attention thing but it's just like I'm not even getting texts from like friends at that point and you know and it's just like you guys are like literally my extended family and to know too that like I am I feel like I'm such an, a weird person like like I said like you said like with the extroverted introverted shit and I don't even understand some of the shit that I do myself and then to learn that there's so many other people that are just like me like I really, 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 really love you guys so much. I I cannot put it into words. And I feel like I've run out of ways to say thank you that don't sound generic anymore. Like, I I sound like a broken record, I think. Like, when I tell you every time, like, I respond to messages like that, I say, oh, my God, you made my day. But, like, you truly do, you guys. Like, Like, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really, 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 really love you guys. And I promise we're going to do bigger things and... We got to get into this new studio. Yes. We, yeah. and, and we're going to take you guys on this journey with us. And, and Thank you for rocking with For us. real. I really, really love you guys. And, you know, podcast at gmail.com. If you, too, want to share anything or ask for advice or whatever, um, Marissa Explains on Instagram and Twitter. If you just rather write there or tweet us or, you know, DM us, whatever it is. Um, and we will talk with you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.